Are you looking to give your immune system a boost? This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, liquid wild oil of oregano with rosemary extract and natural honey flavor. Future Farm's wild oil of oregano supports a variety of health benefits, including antimicrobial effects, as well as supporting the immune system. Plus, Future Farm is the first ever to formulate wild oil of oregano with rosemary. Rosemary aids circulation, helps alleviate muscle pain, improves memory, and also gives your immune system a boost. The natural honey flavor enhances the taste while still giving you all of the benefits. Future Farm sources this product from the Mediterranean and produces it in the United States. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Wild oil of oregano is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. MyFutureFarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mudin. You can email me to radioprogram at AOL.com. That's radioprogram at AOL.com. With your questions, your topics of interest. And I thank you very much, and I look forward to receiving them. If you'd like to sign up for the free Intelligent Medicine newsletter, go to drhoffman.com and sign up. All we need is your email. We don't share your email. We don't sell your email. We won't spam you, and you may unsubscribe at any time. It comes out once a week, typically around Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, sometimes, depending on what we've got going on. I want to talk to you about something I talk about a lot. Besides nutrition, I talk about toxins, toxins in the environment, all of that. And there's uh, there's some there's a story here. This is from the... Columbia University's Mailman School of Public Health, and they discuss eight ways chemical pollutants harm the body. Now, a new review of existing evidence proposes eight hallmarks of environmental exposures that chart the biological pathways through which pollutants contribute to disease. Eight hallmarks of environmental exposures that chart the biological pathways through which pollutants contribute to disease. Oxidative stress and inflammation, that might be the most popular one or the most common one that that most people know about. Genomic alterations and mutations, epigenetic alterations, mitochondrial dysfunction, and that's one area that I know integrative and functional medicine has taken a very, very deep dive into, is mitochondrial dysfunction. Endocrine disruption, absolutely. Altered intracellular communication, altered microbiome communities, and impaired nervous system function. Parkinson's, anyone? Impaired nervous system dysfunction? 
MS, things like that. A new review of existing evidence proposes eight hallmarks of environmental exposures that chart the biological pathways through which pollutants contribute to disease. The study by researchers at Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health, Ludwig Maximilian University, and Hasselt University is published in the journal Cell. Every day, we learn more about how exposure to pollutants in air, water, soil, and food is harmful to human health, says senior author Andrea Baccarelli, chair of environmental health sciences at Columbia Mailman School. Quote, less understood, however, are the specific biological pathways through which these chemicals inflict damage on our bodies. In this paper, she says, we provide a framework to understand why complex mixtures of environmental exposures bring about serious illness, even at relatively modest concentrations. We are continually exposed to a mixture of pollutants which lead to changes in our bodies in multiple domains, from conception to old age. They govern gene expression, train and shape our immune systems, trigger physiological responses, and determine well-being and disease. The paper summarizes evidence for eight hallmarks of environmental insults, oxidative stress and inflammation. When oxidative defenses are depleted, inflammation, cell death, and organ damage occur. Number two, genomic alterations and mutations and accumulation of DNA errors can trigger cancer and other chronic diseases. Number three, epigenetic alterations. Epigenetic changes alter the synthesis of proteins responsible for childhood development and regular function of the body. So, and with epigenetics, these alterations go from generation to generation. Number four, mitochondrial dysfunction. A breakdown in the cellular power plant, that's the mitochondria, may interfere with human development and contribute to chronic disease. We know that. Number five, endocrine disruption. Chemicals found in our environment, food, and consumer products disrupt the regulation of hormones and contribute to disease. We like to call them gender benders. Phthalates, the bisphenols, all kinds of things. We call them endocrine disruptors. They're found in the environment, food, and consumer products. Think about your personal grooming products, your lotions, your shampoos, all of that. Number six, 
altered intracellular communication. Signaling receptors and other means by which cells communicate with each other, including neurotransmission, are affected. Number seven, altered microbiome communities. An imbalance in the population of bacteria and other microorganisms in our body can make us susceptible to allergies and infections. Yeah. Number eight, impaired nervous system function. Microscopic particles in air pollution reach the brain through the olfactory nerve and can interfere with cognition. Not all environmental exposures are harmful. The researchers note that exposure to nature has been reported to have beneficial impacts on mental health. These eight hallmarks are by no means comprehensive and do not capture the full complexity of the chemical and physical properties of environmental exposures, including mixtures of exposures over the short and long term. Further research is needed to understand the complex mechanisms by which exposures affect human biology and how altered processes interact and contribute to disease or confer health benefits across the life course. We need research to expand our knowledge of disease mechanisms going beyond genetics. Advances in biomedical technologies and data science will allow us to delineate the complex interplay of environmental insults down to the single cell level, says Dr. Baccarelli. Quote, this knowledge will help us develop ways to prevent and treat illness. With the serious environmental challenges like air pollution and climate change, most of all, we need strong local, national, and intergovernmental governmental policies to ensure healthy environments. Yes, there is a lot to all of this with regard to toxins in the environment. And then there's more research here from World Health Net talking about plasticizers. Remember the gender benders and things I was just talking about? Biologists investigate the effects of bisphenols on nerve cells. And this was posted last month on worldhealth.net. The plasticizers contained in many everyday objects can impair important brain functions in humans. Biologists from the University of Beirut, that's Beirut in Germany, not Beirut, the University of Beirut in Germany warn of this danger in an article in Communications Biology. Their study shows that even small amounts of the plasticizers bisphenol A, that's BPA, and bisphenol S disrupt the transmission of signals 
between nerve cells in the brains of fish. Let me remind you, BPA is found in plastics, right? These are plasticizers that we're talking about. And many of you have containers, as do I, that say BPA-free. You can use this in your microwave. Don't use it in the microwave. They've replaced that BPA with, more often than not, BPS. So, still, don't use it in your microwave. The researchers consider it very likely that similar interference can also occur in the brains of adult humans. This is what they did. They did the study in, uh, in fish. They therefore call for the rapid development of alternative plasticizers that do not pose a risk to the central nervous system. Bisphenols are plasticizers that are found in a large number of plastic products worldwide. For example, in food packaging, plastic tableware, drinking bottles, toys, tooth fillings, and babies, babies dummies. I guess they mean like babies dolls and things like that. Or baby dummies. Okay, you know, when you're taking a parenting lesson and you're using a baby dummy to learn how to pick up your newborn and change your newborn. I guess that's what they mean by babies dummies. All right. In recent years, Numerous health risks have already been associated with them, especially with BPA, that's bisphenol A. The Beirut research team, led by Dr. Peter Machnik at the Animal Physiology Research Group, has now, for the first time, investigated the effects of plasticizers on signal transmission between the nerve cells in the adult brain. So... This is very interesting. Permanent damage to the nervous system. The harmful effects on the brain mainly affect the delicate balance between different neuronal functions. While some brain cells transmit signals that trigger a state of excitation in downstream cells, other brain cells have the function of inhibiting downstream cells. However, the coordination of both excitation and inhibition is essential for an intact central nervous system. Quote, it is well known that numerous disorders in the nervous system of vertebrates are triggered by the fact that excitatory signals and inhibitory signals are not or only inadequately coordinated. So it is all the more alarming that the plasticizers BPA and BPS significantly impair precisely this coordination. We, we were surprised how many vital brain functions in fish are affected by the plasticizers used in numerous industries. This damage, as we were able to show, does not occur immediately. However, when the brain cells are exposed to small amounts of BPA or BPS for a month, the damage is unmistakable. It turns out that the plasticizers influence the action potential of brain cells. They alter the chemical and electrical transmission of signals through the synapses. In addition, they disrupt the circuits 
that are important for the perception and processing of acoustic and visual stimuli. So, then they look at the studies on Mothner cells in goldfish. The discovery of the damage caused by plasticizers came from detailed studies on live goldfish. The focus was on the two largest nerve cells in the fish brain, the Mothner cells, M-A-U-T-H-N-E-R cells, Mothner cells. They integrate all secondary stimuli, all of which must be processed quickly and in a precisely coordinated manner when predators approach. In this case, the Mothner cells trigger life-saving escape reactions. Due to, due to this function, which is essential for survival, they become particularly robust in the course of evolution. Mothner cells are able to ward off damaging influences to a certain extent or to compensate for damage afterwards. This makes it all the more significant that plasticizers are able to cause considerable damage to these cells. So they talk about the transferability of the results to humans and the demand for alternative plasticizers. Quote, the findings obtained through studies on fish brains justify the assessment that BPA and BPS can also seriously damage the brains of adult humans. Against this background, it is essential that science and industry develop new plasticizers to replace these bisphenols while being safe for human health, says Dr. Peter Machnik. A Dr. Stefan Schuster also adds, quote, the efficiency of the research techniques we used in our study could, in addition, prove a valuable aid in the development of alternative plasticizers. They make it possible to quickly and inexpensively test how a substance under consideration affects brain cells. The research was funded by the German Research Foundation, DFG, as part of a Reinhardt Koselleck project. So, the University of Beirut in Germany, that's where this is from. It's such interesting information if you want to go read about it. So, yeah, caused by plasticizers. You have to kind of wonder, after all these years of using plasticizers like BPA, and then that BPA was replaced, as you know, by BPS, right? And that's what your BPA-free plasticware says on it, right? BPA-free, BPA-free. It's okay. It's good for you. It's all right. Yeah, not really. <laughs> not really. Because the BPS that they're replacing the BPA with can be just as problematic. And you have to wonder why we have more neurological disease prevalence, uh, at least here in our country, more Parkinson's, more ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, more we're finding even more like autoimmune, like multiple sclerosis, things of that nature.
that are showing up. So it's very important to take heed of this information and to start looking. Start with your bottle of hand lotion. Start with your soap. Read the ingredients. If you want to know exactly what these chemicals are called, go to ewg.org. That's environmentalworkinggroup.org, ewg.org. Also go, and they also link to the next uh, URL that I'm going to give you. It's safecosmetics.org, safecosmetics.org. They will tell you all about the endocrine disruptors, the carcinogens, uh, the antibacterial. You know, antibacterial products are a problem. If you've been using antibacterial soap all this time, you don't want to do that. It's like taking an antibiotic forever and ever. You're going to cause bacterial resistance. That's how these new bacteria form. And they become antibiotic resistance, also antibacterial resistance. Don't use anything that says antibacterial on it, especially your daily soap, your hand soap, any of that. Get rid of that stuff. Causes antibiotic resistance. The triclosan, triclosan, T-R-I-C-L-O-S-A-N, that particular antibacterial ingredient, uh, uh, ingredient has been shown to possibly cause cancer. Look in your environment first. Look in your personal beauty products, ladies. Are you wearing lipstick every day? That could be, we eat about two pounds of lipstick every year. If you're an everyday lipstick wearer, right? That's a source of lead right there in certain products. You want to really scrutinize all the products you're using in your environment. I commend you for eating cleanly. You're eating organic. There's no pesticides, herbicides, and anything you eat. But you also have to look at all the products that you use. Your personal grooming products, your soaps, the, the, the products that you clean your home with. You have to be careful of all of that as well. The antiperspirant you use. That's a great source of aluminum. Are you tr- have you thrown out your aluminum pots and pans and opted for stainless steel like most of us have? That's great. But what about the aluminum you're spreading on your armpits every day? It's called antiperspirant. Yes, look for the aluminum in your ingredients there. You have to become an ingredient sleuth to protect yourself from all of these daily toxins. Really, daily toxins. So, I invite you to email me to radioprogram at aol.com with any questions or topics of interest. And I want to thank you once again for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.